Hey, 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 welcome to our groundbreaking 12-week live podcast series that delves deep into the heart of the hairdressing world, promising to change the way you view you and your salon experience forever. Hosted by the dynamic duo, myself and Mariana, two seasoned hairstylists with a passion for innovation and authenticity. This podcast is your guide to unlocking the power of change from the inside out. With candid live discussions, expert insights, and a touch of humor, myself and Mariana create a safe and inspiring space for listeners to embrace change, boost their self-esteem, and unlock their true potential. Are you ready to step into a world where hairdressing is more than just a service, but a path to personal growth and empowerment? Join myself and Mariana on this new series, Be Part of the Movement, that's changing the hair industry from the inside out. Your journey to renewed confidence and self-discovery starts here. So today, what we're going to talk about is episode three, which is the emotional body. So within the intricate architecture of your being lies the emotional body, a reservoir of feeling and sentiments that ebb and flow like a vast, untamed sea. It is where joy paints the sky with the brightest of hues, where our sorrow weaves a poignant melodies, and where love ignites the fire that warms the very soul. Your emotional body is a kaleidoscope of experiences where empathy connects to the hearts of others, and resilience helps you weather the so- life's storms. It is the gentle flutter of the butterflies in your stomach when the anticipation that takes and hold of the electric spark of passion that courses through the, your veins. Just as a skilled conductor leads an orchestra, your emotional body orchestrates a symphony of your life. Each emotion, a unique note, contributing to the beautiful, ever-evolving composition that is you. Embrace it nurture it, and let it guide you on the breathtaking journey of self-discovery. As we are live, your full participation is encouraged. Like, comment, share, ask questions for the next 12 episodes. Now, the next nine episodes, because this is episode three. um, And we hope that you all here become family and embrace what's offered. So let's get started. In the comments, let us know where you're from. And if you're watching live or the replay, so if you're watching live, put live. If you're watching the replay, put replay. Please share this live and make sure to heart it up and let the social platforms know that you are enjoying this content. So as we begin, what are three words that come to mind when you think emotional body? So share it in the comments. And also uh, feel free to uh, comment. Uh, as we chat and put your comments in the chat for Q&A. So let's go. So let's welcome uh, my host here as well, Mariana. So welcome here. Three um, Week three, can you believe it? Oh, <laughs> we're, 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 already, we're already here. So we've already done the, so today we're doing the emotional body. And we've also done the physical body. And we, uh, we've also done the, what's number two? Number two. Um, the sensory sensory body how could i forget that so so today we're going to do a deep dive into the uh emotional body and i think 
emotions for a lot of people, emotions can be wonderful. Emotions can be overwhelming. Emotions can be, I think they're really an intricate part into us. And I think it's something that really, because it does happen from the inside out. Because whatever's on the inside of us emotionally always comes on the outside. Whether it's conscious or in your subconscious, it's always kind of there. So what are your thoughts, Mariana? Oh, I have so many thoughts on this body. It is actually <laughs> it is actually one of the biggest bodies, and I usually save it as module three because it is quite cathartic. It can be quite cathartic actually going in and confronting what it is that your how your you relate and how you make choices and that are, that are governing through your emotions because it's a second layer of communication first we have the sensory that's communicating to us first and then secondary we have the emotional body that's communicating to us and i know maybe some hairdressers are going why are we talking about emotions and da, da, da. if we're going to become holistic hairdressers Holistic hairdressing means that we need to understand how our senses work, how our body is functioning, how our emotions are communicating to us and how authentically we are showing up with our clients understanding ourselves. And this is the biggest part. This is the mm -hmm. biggest, biggest, biggest body because a lot of hairdressers put on a mask from my experience, they put on a mask and they think that the client is not actually picking up on what's really going on inside. And you cannot hide anymore, guys. There's like, there's no more hiding. There's no more masks. There's no more veils that can be worn anymore in terms of hiding what you're feeling. Because now, as we're understanding how these bodies work within us, it causes illness, it causes disease, and it causes burnout. You know, these are the elements that it does cause in suppression of emotion. So if we're self-caring, this is the most important body to take care of so that we can alleviate burnout and actually come into the self-care and the self-love and um, the awareness of how we're actually showing up in the workplace and at home and there's no separation between the two. Mm -hmm. And I think you have to also be careful with the emotional body because with the self-care, I think there's a fine line there between self-care and laziness. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times people say, I don't feel like going in today. I don't feel like doing this. Mm -hmm. and, and if you're running by emotion, sometimes you need to do those things. But then you're allowing yourself by saying, oh, I'm listening to my inner voice or I'm listening to my emotional self. And then what you're doing is you're actually impeding yourself by giving yourself permission to be lazy. Oh, I don't feel like going into work today, so I'm not going to. I don't feel like doing this client. And even if you show up, that client, like you said, they can feel when you're not there 100% authentically for them. So, so they know, and that I think that's one of the traps too that can happen with the emotional body. If you're led by emotion, I think too, if you're heart centered, you know that that's a much stronger force than being brain centered. Yeah. You know, so because with the the heart, it's a uh, electromagnetic, more I think more power kind of actually leads you, because because our head cannot always lead us in the right direction. But I think our heart always kind of gets us 
you know, and, and knows where we need to be led. And that's why sometimes too, to be in tune, you have to know what your choices are from what you're feeling um, that are going to benefit the most good. Let, let's talk about that. You know, let's mm -hmm. talk about the difference between emotions, between feelings and moods. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because right? they're actually three very different things. You know, emotions are electrical currents. They are chemicals that are released in the body. I'm going to keep this really simple because in Evolve, it's much more complex. Mm -hmm. And you actually go for a really deep dive in Evolve on understanding how the biology of emotions works so that you get an embodied understanding of what's really going on there, you know. Mm -hmm. So because that's where the holistic sense comes out. It's like, well, I understand that if I'm feeling this, it's going to be creating this and this and this in my body, and therefore I need to actually to alleviate that, the chemical, the chemical currency that's actually filtering. We're talking about emotion here and how it yeah. actually affects the biology. So if emotions are actually affecting your biology, then you need to actually understand and go, okay, this is a serious, this is not something that can be put in the back burner. Mm -hmm. Feelings, on the other hand, because emotions direct the biology, which actually cause burnout and cause illness and cause disease. Yeah. Feelings, yes. however, are from the external world. From the external mm. world. And you, we're actually having communication with the external world and most of the time unconsciously. Most of the time unconsciously. And people are actually... I suppose, reacting or conversing with something that's come in from the external world and having a relationship with that without thinking about whether their body's resonating with it. So I'm getting a little deep, but I feel like it's really important to understand the separation between emotions, feelings, mm -hmm. and what us, and then moods. Moods are actually also a currency that's affected by not paying attention to our emotions. Mm -hmm. And that's what people say a lot because people, you know, you get people at work, they're like, oh, well, you're in a mood today. Yeah. <laughs> totally. you know? So what's that supposed to mean? And then the person's like, I can't believe they said that to me, yeah, you know, yeah, totally. because you're not paying attention. And the mood, mm -hmm. the mood is actually just like the physical body. You know, when you get sore or you get irritated or you get a sore back or whatever, it's actually mm -hmm. just the mood is a, a, an indicator of the emotional body going, hey, trigger first flag here you need to pay attention to what you're feeling first mm -hmm. and then what emotions actually sitting behind that and deal with it and confront that and actually work with it otherwise it gets translated onto the clients yes. it gets translated into the salon it gets translated onto your team and even though you might be wearing that mask again it's still an energetic currency. Emotions mm -hmm. are an energetic currency. And we'll get into the energy body next, next call, mm -hmm. but it's an energetic currency. So it's very important that you are aware of what emotions are actually stirring in you at the beginning of your day. Exactly. And what <laughs> happens a lot in the emotion, so in our emotional state, a lot of what you believe is going to happen never even happens. because <laughs> yeah. So you're thinking about this, something is triggered, as you say, whether it's mood, emotions, or feelings, you're yeah. there and you've got this whole scenario in your head about yeah. how things are going to go or with the client, it's all yeah. playing out and none of that ever happens. Yeah. So Illusion. we get ourselves all stressed out 
we get ourselves all burnt out emotionally and then you're and and then you're also projecting onto the client or projecting onto others at work you know what i mean your inner state which it may not even in reality <laughs> be manifested yeah. at all <laughs> yeah, yeah it's yeah. expectation and like this is a whole other layer this is like we'll get into expectation and projection and all that when we get into the communication body but mm-hmm. but it's like it's it's this projected expectation that your what you're feeling ends up subconsciously being projected onto the client and when the client doesn't actually resonate or actually meet you there mm-hmm. there's this there's this conflict that occurs, internal conflict that occurs. So there's this dynamics, you know, that are going on, internal dialogue that's happening in the body, internally, emotionally, because they're, mm-hmm. they're actual chemicals that are going on inside of you. And, you know, drinking coffee and, and having substance and all the rest of it. Yeah, getting a it stimulant. Enhances, yeah. It enhances these emotions. So mm-hmm. it's so important to be aware of them. Well, and that's a big, that's a big thing too. Like for a lot of hairstylists, if you believe and imposter syndrome is a big one when they don't feel they have the skills, the talent, the, you know, whatever they do, like they're thinking, I I'm not good enough to do this client. This is a new client. And the client's like, Oh yeah, that's great. I love what you're doing. And you think in your head, they don't, they're just saying that I'm not really that good. As soon as they leave, they're going to tell their friends not to come to me. You create all these scenarios but as I say, when you embrace, and I think, I think it's too with being, and all along we've talked about being with your authentic self is when you're in your authenticity, you know who you are. So if you always are present in your authentic self, when those emotions come, Mm-hmm. really know where they come. Are they coming from myself? Are they coming from a person? Are they coming from my ego? Are they coming from like, really know where the, these thoughts are coming from in your emotional body? Because it does, like I say, it can manifest dis-ease or illness because of it's in your head, you know, what we think we create. So basically it's the same thing. If you have an ill thought in your head and you're putting garbage in, you're going to get garbage out in your body and you're still all of a sudden not going to feel well. This client's not going to like what I'm going to do for them. So, oh, I'm feeling sick now. And then I, I better have some coffee to get some energy. And now you're, you're hyped up on stimulants, which now takes that, that thought that you had increased it even more so. And now you're already buzzing and you're already <laughs> It's just a, a cocktail of toxic disaster. But <laughs> so, <laughs> so we have Lori Bermani. So Lori says, hi, Brad. Um, I'm starting the series. Looks great. Thank you, Lori, for joining us. Make sure that you kind of chime in, be part of the discussion here. Um, I love that you're on, that you've joined us. And if you haven't met Mariana, this is Mariana from Down Under. <laughs> as in Australia. <laughs> as in Australia. <laughs> yeah. So who who is an incredible um person and the thing is we've been talking now for the last 3 3 weeks. So Sunday for me, Monday morning for her. Um and we're getting everybody involved in changing the industry and that's what we're looking at. We're looking at changing hairdressers or or beauty professionals from the inside out. So it's not always your skill that needs to improve. Sometimes it's what's inside that needs mm-hmm. to improve. And that's what's going to, 
to to change. So Lori says, hi, Mariana. Hi. <laughs> so great. Hey, Lori, yeah. so nice of you to join us. This is awesome. Yeah, this so is- Lori is brilliant in the, in the uh, industry. She's been in it a long, long time. She's a good uh, person that I like to chat with. Because I think, too, you always need someone who's a great sounding board. I think really when you get, and, and, and this kind of ties into, I think, the emotional body. When you can't handle your emotions, where do you go? What yeah. do you do? Maybe we won't handle, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But I, um, as I say, yeah, we're talking, I was talking about imposter syndrome. So with imposter syndrome, if you really don't think you're good enough, then why are you in the business you're in? So with, with this business, we have to deal with people constantly. And we all get, yes, I'm the one. I think there's both ends of that spectrum too, where you can have the emotional body where I'm the best rock star in the salon. (laughs) It's the other end of the spectrum, right? (laughs) And their work may be awful, but you know what I mean? But they believe, oh, it has to be the client. It can't be me. My work is brilliant. And everything I suggest is gold. You know, but the exactly and there's nothing wrong with being a rock star but watch the attitude that comes with it you know what i mean where you can have imposter syndrome but you're like you could probably be the best one in that salon but you're so humble which i think is an excellent attribute but but to know kind of where you're you're like know where you're at in the spectrum and i think Mm -hmm. that's that's going back to what we're talking about before is finding your authentic self presenting your authentic self and being in the moment you know, with your client at all times, uh, sort I, of thing, especially if you work one-on-one with yeah, your client. I, I, I totally agree with you, Brad, with that. Mm-hmm. It's just like, there's, there's two sides to it. You know, there's the mask, which mm-hmm. is always the persona, which is always actually delivered in a salon with a hairstylist that is the rock star. Yes. And, and everything is voidant outside of that there's this persona this mask this personality that they step into as they walk Mm -hmm. into the salon and they switch on and they become this person so when we're actually talking about holistic authentic hairdressing this is the layers that we're talking about it's like actually stripping back those layers stripping back the persona stripping back the rock star stripping back Mm -hmm. all of these identities that hairdressers are wearing because they think that that is the the road, the path, the journey to success. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the journey to burnout, guys. It's the journey to break down and burnout. It's not sustainable and it's not a long, it's not longevity because you will mature and change. And these skills, these tools, these conversations that we're having are about identifying how to sustain your career in an authentic and sustainable way for the long haul, not for now, not for a decade, not for two, but for actually the long haul of going, this is who I am and this is how I'm showing up and this is what I'm bringing with me. And Mm -hmm. this is the holistic this is the holistic train that we're on in terms of, well, if you want to be a holistic, authentic hairdresser, You need to understand, again, I'm going to repeat it, how your body works, how your senses communicate to you, how your emotions actually communicate to you as well, and how you respond uh, respond, um, responsibly is the word I was looking for, to your internal 
communication systems. This is, mm-hmm. this, is, this is an empowered hairdresser. This is where we're, I'm taking it with Evolve. It's like this is the empowerment of actually empowering hairdressers to stand in their authenticity and understand mm-hmm. what it is that they are actually feeling and how that actually relates and communicates. So the emotional body can be very, it's a tricky one. It's a tricky one if you're actually wearing masks and you're actually working through your ego. It's mm-hmm. very tricky. And you can't actually access what's really happening if you're actually hiding behind that mask. So, you know, this might be confrontational, this conversation for some of you that are jumping on or mm-hmm. it's in a repeat, you know, going, whoa. And I'm actually going to share that. I'm actually going to own that and go, hey, this is going to be a confrontational conversation because I, we are stripping back the ego in this conversation. And this is why it's the third conversation because it's, it's, it's a really big conversation to have because a lot of the industry is working through this illusion. Mm-hmm. And in order for us to transform from the inside out with what we're doing in the industry, we need to really start accessing what it is that we are and aren't doing that is healthy for our being. And being in mm-hmm. to your emotions is an unhealthy choice. Exactly. And I find with that too, once you're removing the mask, you really need to um, you really need to set emotional boundaries. Because yes. once you're coming into your own authentic self, there's certain things now that maybe you tolerated before that you won't tolerate now. Yes. Or there's certain things that um, that you find people like difficulties with certain individuals, you know, and if you can't resolve that, maybe it's coming into your own or setting some boundaries, not necessarily even for others, but also for yourself too. what you're no longer going to allow yourself to do. I'm not going to be lazy anymore. I'm, I'm going to show up, stand up like, and do that as well to, to help yourself level up. So boundaries aren't always to block everyone out. Sometimes boundaries are to say, hey, I've had enough of the old me. I'm going to take this mask off and I'm going to be authentic and give my client an authentic experience while they're here. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lori says, too, it's a it's a huge learning process. And it is. That's why we're doing 12 and even at 12 episodes. You know what I mean? Who knows? We may have to have a second round, but there's <laughs> so much because we're diving deep in this series. There's so much um that that we have to offer that and that's why the engagement is is great as well for everybody watching either live or the replay that you get to really know these things because obviously learning skills is great you know but but learning another balayage skill or something like that is not really going to take you to the next level yes it's going to give you another skill but is that going to really bring you into your authenticity and nothing against that skill because it's amazing. Like some people are incredible at teaching it and there's different styles of it. But as I say, being, bring into your authentic self, but the, the say, the big thing is um, boundaries and that's really what's coming through for me. Um, Mariana, do you have something more to say on boundaries, emotional uh, boundaries? I, I do. I do have emotional, the emotional boundaries bit that I want to actually share with that is like, you know, um, I get a lot of hairdressers say to me, oh, you know, this client was expecting me to do this three-hour balayage foil session, da-da-da-da-da story, mm-hmm. and then, you know, and then they actually questioned me 
-hmm. about the price at the end yes. of the service, right? That is, a, a, and, and I'm, the reason why I'm sharing this is because it's a very common scenario where mm -hmm. clients are used to actually badgering hairdressers because they don't have emotional boundaries in place. Mm -hmm. They don't have those, hey, this is, this is, the, this is the, the value of my time. This is the value of me showing up and actually serving you and caring for you and looking mm -hmm. after you. And this is the emotional boundary. And then you won't actually feel depleted if you set that. And mm -hmm. we'll talk about price maybe later, but in terms of what the cost of your or the worth of mm -hmm. your this is but the emotional boundary is really important to set so that people don't actually step into your burnout your exhaustion your emotional demise of self-worth when you allow another person to badger you out of what you know your worth is so this is like all interconnected like if you mm -hmm. actually understand instead of going oh my god i can't charge you know $200 an hour, then mm -hmm. why can't you charge $200 an hour? Where is your emotional value at? Where are your emotional boundaries at with what mm -hmm. it is that you bring to a service? And again, guys, we're not talking about the balayage or the cuts or any of the hair. We're talking about what you bring to the service as mm -hmm. a person, as an authentic person. That is value. That is worth. It's not, it's not free. It's no. not free. It's actually an exchangeable, valuable commodity that needs to be incurred into the service that you're providing. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And we're not, we're, we're also honoring the time. Like you said, if it takes three hours, we're honoring that time by maybe not having another client at the same time. We've blocked off three hours to spend with that person for that experience, that service. And, and, and they have to understand we're not in the flea market. We're not here to go and we're not in Cairo or we're not in, you know, where here, I'll give you this for that. You know what I mean? Oh, they're too expensive. No, I'll give you this. This is here. You take $5. You know, it's like, that's not honoring yourself. That's not setting boundaries. That's not, it's, it's an exchange. You say, this is what it is. It's a three hour. This is that you agreed on it. You know, it's, it's taken care of. There shouldn't be any other issues with. So if you emotionally, feel bad for them because a lot of people like to give their sad stories and all this kind of stuff. And emotionally for hair, hair stylists were like, yeah. well, they have this going on, that going on, blah, 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 whatever. And then you give them a deal and then you see them out wherever spending all kinds of money or bragging how they got a great deal. But the thing is, if it's emotionally affecting us, it's coming out of our pocket. So mm -hmm. if you're an owner and it's coming out of your pocket, yes, they're saving, but then it has to come from somewhere because yeah. obviously you're, if you've done the numbers properly, you know what it costs you to run, to buy supplies, to run, you know, everything you need. So that service price is already um, cover, also covers whatever you need to cover right in yeah. your business. So if they also don't understand that as well, and they're not valuing you as a stylist, they're not emotionally saying, I'm just going to emotionally tap into them. Because we've all heard that. And yes, stuff happens to people. 
you know, and, and it's true. And, and as I say, it's still up to you to make a choice, whether it's out of feeling, whether it's out of emotions, whether it's out of the, your mood, because <laughs> some days you would say yes, some days you would say no, depending on what mood you're in or what yeah. feelings you have or what, what kind of how it's hitting your heartstrings emotionally. But those are things where they're paying for an experience and we're not there to, you know, they're coming to us because we have authentic skills that we've learned, that we paid for, that we got licensed for. And as I say, we're not in a flea market where people can just barter. You know, we're, we're, that's, that's one big thing for me is we're not in the barter industry. If you right. want to do something with a client and the client says, Hey, I do resume writing. You're like, great. I need resume writer. Let's trade off. That's something totally different than, you know, or somebody cleans or whatever it might be. That's up to you how you want to do that. But somebody who's playing on your emotions, if you're in your authentic self, then it's going to affect you obviously differently than when you're not, than you're when in a, uh, an emotional altered state. I want to add something here, and this is something that hairdressers are not educated in and understand um, the cost of this. And there, um, that is actually emotional labor. Now, one of the biggest things in, in the service industry that hairdressers have never been taught and never have understood is the cost and the effect of emotional labor on the body and the self. Now, when you're in a service industry, you actually are providing and you are stepping into the labor of emotion where your empathetic self is actually being pulled on and called upon to engage. And this is, this is where the harm happens is when you're unconscious to the empathetic, your empathetic self being drawn in to an exchange between you and a client and they're actually a client is playing on that empathetic self, right? And what happens is that is an example of emotional labor because not only are you doing the hair now, your emotional body is being drawn into the session where it's costing you. I really want this to actually hit hard and home with you guys. It's costing you. It's costing you emotional exhaustion to listen to your clients' emotional stories, to actually empathize with your clients' hardship or whatever it is that they're going through that you're taking on board. This is emotional labor. So when you're actually adding your costing into your service, you need to increment emotional labor into that service value because it's not for free. When a client goes to see a therapist, they're paying that therapist, right? And I, this, is, this is like I'm a therapist. So when I see a client and I'm actually having a therapy session with them, they're paying me to listen to their stories for me to actually reflect back and summarize back to them what it is that they're trying to say in their emotional body. Hairdressers do not have this qualification. So what happens is, is it draws on their empathetic body and their empathetic self and it drains their energy. It drains their energy and it actually becomes emotionally taxing for the hairdresser, which, again, I'm going to go back to it, and it causes burnout. 
And this is what I'm actually wanting to bring to the table with hairdressers to become aware that you're not just doing hair. You're, you've never just done hair. And anybody that sits there and goes, I've only just done hair, is lying to themselves because you've never just done hair, guys. You've always listened. You've always absorbed. You've always communicated. You've always advised, which I We'll talk about that later on. In <laughs> advising yeah. your clients when you have no qualifications whatsoever to do that. And even if you did, you shouldn't be doing it. Um, but you're, you're actually doing, you're emotionally engaging with that client because in the void of putting on a color or doing a haircut, you fill your time in with listening. You mm -hmm. fill your time in with having a relationship. You fill your time in with communication with that client. And you, unless you've actually chosen a silent session or your client's chosen a silent session, most of the time you are filling in the void of emotional exchange. Mm -hmm. That is at a cost. So when you start sitting there and going, oh, how can I charge $200 an hour? Therapists charge more than $200 an hour, guys. And if you're cutting their hair on top of that, hello, 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 is mm -hmm. all I can tell you. Like, like multiply what it is. Like let's pull it back and let's take a look at every element that you bring to your service, every element that is taxing on your emotional body. How, what's the value of that for you? What's the value of that for you when you, if you've got clients that are coming to you for advice or guidance or whatever it is, or where should you go for dinner? Like you're a directory. Mm -hmm. Where should we go for dinner and where should we go shopping and what, what's happening and what's new? You have to keep up with what's going on all the time. There's so many facets to a hairdresser. It's not just doing the hair. Exactly. I would love to know how many people that are listening, as I say, with clients, what percentage during a session, do you actually talk about hair? And what yes. <laughs> what percentage is what people talk about other things? And once you kind of break it down, you're like, yeah, I talked about that. I gave directions. I gave advice. I listened to hear. And, and, and basically, maybe your whole conversation was same as last time. Yep. <laughs> and then that was your whole hair conversation, which it should be a lot more. But talking about burnout and stuff. So once you've been depleted, you've had a day, you're depleted. I love to know in the comments, what's people's go to. So once you get home after work, and you're depleted, what's your go to? Do you meditate? Do you walk? Do you go for the wine? Do you, you know, <laughs> you have to spend time for kids? I love to know in the comment, what what's kind of your go to when you're depleted? What's your go to that you do once you get home? Good one. That is such a big one, Brad. Oh my <laughs> I've got oh lots my of nuggets. Wait, wait, wait. Oh my, <laughs> oh my goodness. Like it's like self-medication, you know, like hairdressers. We, there's actually been a, a, um, a research done on this and we've actually got a thesis on it here in Australia, which I've used in Evolve. Um, and the girls, I've actually checked in with the girls that have done this thesis. They're both hairdressers and they've gone off and done psychology and their thesis was on hairdressing. And mm. the, taxa the taxation of their emotional body, the emotional labour and all of the stuff that goes on outside of what we're doing with the hair. And one of the biggest ones was actually substance abuse and to self-medicate because what happens is the emotional body actually takes on like you're you're hearing 
people's breakup stories. You're hearing people's, you know, um, work stuff, their relational stuff, your ch- the children, mm-hmm. this drama, that drama, that story, this story. And at the end of the day, if you've done that with eight different people and you haven't mm-hmm. compressed all of those stories that you've taken on and listened to and held in your body, such as journaling them out after every client, writing an emotional card for them, which is a great little tip, little mm-hmm. emotional card and going, hey, this story, this client's story is blah, 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 out of the body, boom, gone, out, mm-hmm. not in you, not carrying. So if you've carried eight client stories all day and you have no defragging tools to actually unwind, unfurl, let go and empty out your vessel from all the emotional blockages that have actually happened, a mm-hmm. lot of hairdressers it's found actually hit the bottle or hit substance to actually numb out not needing to feel and they're self-medicating. And this is this is actually research that's been done. And mm-hmm. it's a high, it's high in our industry. This and this is all derived from the emotional body. This is all derived from emotional impact that has taken on the body in hairdressers and what they emotional labor that they endure through their day and because they're not taught how to deal with it mm-hmm. they end up with substance issues and addictions so let's look at it this is a serious issue this is not like do you want to have a healthy life in this industry or do you want to have a toxic life in this industry do you want to look at this stuff and really have a holistic way of working with what it is that we're really working with or do you want to actually be that addict at the end of the day Mm -hmm. that actually needs to hit and self-medicate at the end of the day just to unwind and defrag you know from their emotional on take from their day yeah exactly i put a post out this is my own i didn't uh, copy it from anybody but i asked a question of people on my facebook i said are you meditating or medicating because there's two ways of dealing with stuff so Lori here she's like aromatherapy diffusers going to awesome music which kind of goes back to our one from last week which is a sensory body so with the music going in and the smells and the thing and that really can take you somewhere depending on the the scent you choose. Same with, with music. A lot of people don't know that, but music does take you on a journey. It can take you back to your first date. It can take you back to a wonderful memory in your life. It can also take you somewhere else too, because some people want, it's like, I just need to cry. I'm going to put on sad music and get out all this (laughs) emotion, right? So music has a power, same with aromatherapy, And if you haven't heard what we had to say on it, please go back and watch uh, episode two on the sensory, sensory body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, emotion, music, it's really interesting. If you're in a one-on-one session, which is something I do, and I actually work with clients one-on-one, you're in a position of actually resonating with what the client is feeling and what emotions they're moving through. And then you can actually tune that in with music, with smell, with tea, with all sorts of things that help support that client through whatever it is that they're moving through. And this is like, this is where we're going. This is like, this is the the professional craft of Mm -hmm. what we're doing because we're tuning in not only to what 
the the hair the client needs with the hair but we're tuning in with what's going on with the client's emotional body as well now i'm taking emotions out of the hairdressers now and i'm actually when you're clear and you're healthy and you're actually got healthy boundaries around your emotions this is what happens this is the transparency that occurs now where you're able not outside of this but you're now able to be in a place to hold your client's emotional bodies and this is the transference that goes on you can't hold another person's emotions if you're not holding your own it is a very toxic environment to be in and i just a little sorry there's a little thing that i want to say so being transparent being transparent with how you're feeling in the salon like understanding how you're feeling equals creating trust in the salon with your clients with your team which creates ease in the space which creates flow in the space and actually creates personal harmony in your relationships so if you've got chaos and you've got all sorts of stuff going on this is happening from the emotional body it's happening of what you're not actually paying attention to and if you're finding that you know staff are arguing or there's dis-ease with clients or arguments or tension this is a check-in so one of the most important things if you are a business owner or a team leader or a manager is having that morning check-in with your staff and your team mm-hmm. and go how are you feeling today and go around to every single team member and saying and checking in with how they're feeling and taking acknowledgement and accountability so that if that team member is feeling sad or they're feeling fragile, that care is taken for their emotional body through the day. Maybe cups of teas are brought to them. Maybe, you know, regular check-ins through the day. How are you doing? How can I support you? How can I be here for you? Because that kind of emotional engagement creates this flow and creates this harmony and creates this ease, not just for yourself, for your clients, for your team, for everything that's going on. And you'll start start finding that your salon will start running in this Mm -hmm. really beautiful, harmonic orchestra symphony. I I like to call it like we're we're looking for a a melodic symphony here. And that's part of it. Exactly. And Lori, Lori said a lot of tea. So the reason I kept this up is, when there's chaos, when there's emotion, when there's this, what's the biggest thing that's common in all salons? Usually they're always serving a stimulant. They're always serving caffeine. So the client comes in with a caffeine. You say, would you like a coffee? There's another stimulant. The, the client comes in because they just went through the drive through They're late, but they had time to get coffee. That, that's another trigger. But um, the, also the other two is if you're serving stimulants and you as a stylist is coming in with a coffee, I can't function unless I have my coffee. If your emotional state is already in a certain way, your emotional body's in a certain way, and you're having, you're adding more stimulant onto that during the whole entire day, because most, most, I'm not saying every stylist does this, but, you know, sometimes, you know, you can't function unless you have a coffee and a cigarette before and after each client. (laughs) And I'm not saying that's everyone because it isn't, but in my experience, um, working with other people, 
it was always stimulant, stimulant, stimulant all the time. And of course that keeps every, cause you think I need that energy. What if you had that authentic self that came through with the energy without a stimulant, you know, which could come from fresh fruits, which could come from things that give you living foods that give you energy or hydrating properly, things like that, where you're now not dependent on a substance because soon as you are, and soon as you kind of get away from that, oh, my headache, my head is aching because now I don't have it. I need another coffee in order to do that. But then now you're coming dependent on that stimulant in order to be able to function at work. Yeah. What? So what if you could come in and, and did you want to talk anything about Mariana about stimulants? Um, yeah, stimulants I do. Or dependency? I yeah. do want to talk about dependency and stimulant. And we've, we've touched on it already, but um, it, it we, we need to just be aware of bringing conscientiousness into what you eat, what you drink, um, how you start your day, how you care for yourself through the day, you know, the check-ins. All of these things are actual supporters that really help support your emotional body and help support the way that you're relating the relationships, mm. your team, all of it. So it's it's everything. And I know a lot of hairdressers do this. They hit the coffee, they have the coffee because go because our industry is go, go, go. Imagine if we can actually, you know, unwind. And I know this is gonna take time. And I'm not I'm not one of those people that actually sits there and goes, hey, let's get onto it now. And so because that's actually the caffeine speaking in, mm -hmm. in doing that. This is actually looking at changing incrementally a neuro pathway. So those of you that hit the coffee in the morning and this is a little tip for you on how to how to unwind that you know slowly because it's it you're addicted let's just face it you're addicted if you need to hit that coffee in the morning to get going to start your day with high vibe energy and it's not coming from the self then it's going to take time like any substance abuse like anything coffee is a substance abuse as well it's like there's so many stimulants that you know hairdressers abuse and caffeine is a big one it's a huge one you know so it's going to take time so let's just unwind what can you do in the morning in to change that like slowly like incrementally i always say change one thing a day one little small thing a day one so instead of having a coffee first thing in the morning maybe Put something in front of it, like a juice, like a celery juice in the morning. Have that in the morning and start breaking, start breaking the cycle. Or some lemon water is an amazing mm -hmm. way to start your digestive system, which actually cleanses you out. And once you start tasting, you're changing the taste in your mouth. Once you start, change, you're, you're changing a neuro pathway. And this is what I'm actually, we're changing neuro pathways. We're changing behavior. We're changing addictions and unconscious ways of working with ourselves and that takes time it's not mm -hmm. a rush job because then you end up in a full detox immediate detox where it can cause other ailments if you've been on this for a long time so it's like incremental changes what can you change the question from me to you the listeners here is what incremental changes can you make on a daily basis that will change those addictions and those cycles that you're in that can help you have more of a sustained, holistic way of approaching your day 
without it actually causing burnout and Mm -hmm. toxic effects at the end of it. Yeah, and that's it. I I mean, what was coming to mind as you you were talking, it's the same, like somebody who's what we talked about previously, you're completely drained from all the eight conversations you've had, but now you've had eight coffees. So you're already depleted. You're already now hyped up on caffeine. Then you're going home to your spouse, your kids, your fur babies, whatever it might be. So how is that affecting that too? So it's not just what is in the salon. It's also you as a person and, and being authentic. And also, as I say, creating those boundaries and yeah, change takes time. It's not going to happen overnight. And people are like, Oh, there's some Something different about you but once your taste buds come back once you get detoxed which is not a great feeling but it's getting rid of all that stuff and yeah you may have a few headaches and you may have if you're flushing with celery juice it's gonna clear you out so, hey, <laughs> you yeah. but then you're gonna get so much energy you're gonna get so much vibrancy you're gonna get better emotional health you're gonna get better thinking patterns you're gonna get like all that's really gonna really going to change you. And I think that's really what it is. And then when you're more in yourself, because a lot of times we think we are who we are, but we're not really. We are because we're on stimulants or medication or, and that all affects like how somebody is sometimes is what they're on or what they're taking. You know what I mean? And that can really change our emotional body quite a bit. Well, I just, this, this really beautiful little phrase, you know, is coming to me. It's like we're bringing the humanness back to life. We're bringing the humanness of us being humans and being real and not being robots and mm-hmm. actually working in a way that has been expected of hairdressers to work for decades, you know, where we're these happy little robots that sit there and smile at our clients and go, yeah, right, that's amazing, that's so awesome, oh, my goodness. This really fake way of relating. But what we're doing here is when we're working with the, from the inside out here, guys, is that we're actually bringing the humanness, we're bringing your humanness to the table. Now, if we're going to run a holistic salon, it needs to be human human orientated. It needs to be human focused, which means it needs to be sensory aware, physically aware, emotionally aware, energetically aware. This is what a holistic business means. It means bringing the humanness back to life and putting it on the table so your emotions and how you're feeling matters here. It mm. is part of of the journey of the day and what you're doing when you don't bring your emotions to the table in your exchanges, your relational exchanges, you're robbing yourself of having an adventure. You really are. You're robbing yourself of having an adventure with a client because if you're being authentic and you bring that to the table in your session, you don't know what that authenticity is going to bring Mm -hmm. out of that client and what adventure the two of you are going to go on together because of that authenticity so there's it brings this substance of deliciousness to what it is that you're doing with your clients you know like there's like there's something so much deeper than the illusionary exchange it's like it's juicy is all i can say it brings juice back (laughs) to what you're doing and all of you that are feeling burnt out 
and tired of showing up with the mask and showing up with the illusions and all the rest of it and going, what the hell is missing in my work? I'm so over what I'm doing. It's so you're exhausted because you know what? You're not having any adventures. You're not going on any journeys. You're not actually experiencing your work and allowing yourself to engage on that level. And there is just a little bit of passion that I just threw in there. Because this is what it brings out in you. It brings out passion. It brings out joy. We're talking about emotions here. It brings you into happiness and excitement. And yes, this is worth doing because I'm doing something that's real, not something that's fake. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And passion is contagious. When somebody has a high energy, they're positive vibes, emotionally, you know, high spirited, the client's going to feel it. And I've said this before, we are one of the few industries that people pay us to touch them. So not just paying us to touch them, they're rarely paying for connection. So they really want to connect with us because we're tactile but we, the, deeper than just doing a haircut or doing a shampoo or doing something like that, you need to have that connection, that, that touch. But, that, but also that too translates because people can feel that emotional connection. So when you feel that emotional connection between the person, are they excited to do my hair? Are they, um, you know, are they, they're, they're here, but they're just going through the motions. So what am I paying for if... You know, I, I, I came, I gave them money. As I say, it's not transactional. You're not just, here's your shampoo, here's your money, here's your change, see you later, right? Yeah. It's, it's basically, and that's, that's as I say, like um, Lori says, it's rejuvenating. And that's what somebody should feel like when they come in and they go on a journey with you. If they're on a journey and an experience with you, yes, we are service providers and we provide services, but more than that, we're creating, we're creating with them a journey, uh, uh, an excitement, a because if you were more excited about when the person came in and what you can do with with everything that's in your toolbox and everything class you took and every and you know and that's why they're coming to you, then this person is going to become an advocate for you. They're like, I went, I saw Marianne, I sat in her chair, it was unbelievable. I've never had that type of experience before. Nobody just says I had a service with so-and-so it's I've had a journey. I've had an experience. So once you have that, then you get excited. You, you get rejuvenated. You get, because what people leave with is not really the service. They leave with the feeling, right? That emotional feeling that they have when they're with you, that's why they come back. You may be the worst hairstylist in the world, but if you give an emotionally exciting experience, they're going to want to come back and they're going to tell their friends. You could be the most technically perfect hair cutter, no personality, no experience, transactional. Chances are your clientele isn't really going to build unless you have a group of people that only want silent, silent appointments and that's all they, they do. So Marianne, do you have anything to tap into that? The biggest one is like, you know, like the, the, the exchange that's going on here is transformational. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you want to give somebody a transformational experience, it's not just about changing the hair. Mm -hmm. It's about it's about giving them an experience that an experience that transforms them from the inside out. And this actually engages with them emotionally. 
And mm-hmm. I'm not sharing this to go, oh, yeah, you know, this is a really great way in and a hook. No, this is this is a, a, a very delicate, very sacred, and I'm going to say this word with a lot of weight. It's mm-hmm. very sacred. When you are given, when we are given permission with somebody else's life to transform them and they've handed over and they've gone, you're the professional, guide me through this transformation. That's what's going on here. Mm-hmm. If we're understanding the language of what is being shared, we're given permission to touch another client. We're given permission to help another client actually emotionally connect with who it is that they are and reflect that with what we do with their hair. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, you're giving them a personality. You're giving them an identity. But more importantly, you need to connect their emotional self to what it is that you're actually giving them in the transformation, mm-hmm. in the projection. So this transaction, if we're looking at the weight, the sacredness of the weight of what is going on between two people and what's happening, it, 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 it needs to be taken with care. You have to be involved in this way. But there are ways to be involved emotionally and energetically involved with your clients in a safe, healthy, non-toxic way that helps them expand and you maintain sustainability for self. Exactly. And when you're talking about transformation, we're also, um, with, with that, we're there for their emotional rites of passage. So whether it's their first day of school, whether it's they're graduating, whether it's they're getting married, whether it's they've broken up with their spouse, these are all events, whether it's, uh, uh, I mean, a death in the family, those rites of passage and what they're going through emotionally, we're there for them. Because they're going into new, sometimes uncharted territory. And you're creating their new look for school. Some people think, oh, it's just a, a school. No, you're creating their image and who they are for, yeah. for the first day of grade five or the first day of high school, which is really important, or the first day of college. When all these new people, they don't know, yeah. now are going to see them. And depending on what you give them and your connection and your conversation, that really shows of who they are and who they and how emotionally they feel about themselves. If they love it, they're going to feel emotionally confident. If they think, Oh, what did they do to me? I'm going to like everybody. I'm going to be such a nerd at school. Right. Or that's really going to change how they are emotionally because we can either pick people up or we can neutralize them or we can send them in a completely different road, just depending on what we choose to do, whether we're listening to what they want or we're giving them what we need or we're just doing what we want to do. So there's really some, a lot of things there and a lot of power that you have with your shears, with your, your color brush, with your clippers, you have power when you hold those. So there's such a responsibility that people don't realize that what you're really doing for these people emotionally is a superpower. Like, I mean, they say, you know, not all heroes wear capes. We put our capes around our clients. So they're the superhero. We're making them the superhero. So remember that when you're working on your client. Oh, you've touched on so many things that I'm so excited to talk about. (laughs) So many other like sessions and calls. So I'm going to just touch on them very briefly because Mm -hmm. I want to go 
to them deeper in in our other in our mm-hmm. other sessions. Yeah. But firstly, the first one that you touched on was rites of passage, which is a whole module in Evolve. We actually look at the rites of passage and the characteristics of those rites that a client's moving through. I just want to touch on very briefly what you're doing when somebody's going through change is such a great responsibility. And go to my Facebook because I'm not going to actually talk about it, but I've actually got a piece that I've written called The Personality Behind the Haircut, mm. which actually is going to talk to what I'm saying right now in this in, in this very brief um, sharing of it. And it's just when you're giving somebody a haircut, if you're not actually understanding where they are, firstly, first thing that happens you're creating trauma in that client. I really want you to take this on. You are creating a traumatic experience because what's happening is you're not taking on board how that client is feeling, where that client is at, and understanding what that client needs to be met, and you're making it about yourself. Ego, boom, right there. Go and read the piece because it actually goes through what it is that you're doing when, when you've got somebody's personality in your hands. Firstly, understanding what right they're moving through, what passage they're moving through. How can you meet that? What are the characteristics behind that? Evolve, module uh, two in transformation agent. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. <laughs> into it really deeply there. And then the trauma that actually goes on in that exchange and how many i just want to i want to pose a question here how many of you that are listening or will listen to this how many of you have had a client that sat in your chair and gone the last hairdresser that did my hair how many of you have had that statement said to you so you have an anxious client sitting in your chair needing to have a haircut but petrified of how you're going to emotionally affect them if you give them something that doesn't meet them. This is a a huge responsibility. And again, bringing the awareness of being holistic. Being holistic means taking on board how that client is going to feel by how you project your ego onto them and not make it about the client, but you make it about yourself. I want that client to walk down the street because they've got the perfect head for this and the perfect look for that and they're going to wear my business card. Boom. Mm -hmm. I don't care how they feel about it. I don't care whether they can fit into it. I just care about how other people are going to see them and how they're going to be recommending other clients to me. Mm -hmm. Ego. Boom. We're not really considering the client and this is trauma. And some clients are happy with that. Some clients are so avoidant of themselves that they want a hairdresser to project Mm -hmm. their ego onto them. And that's fine. That's fine. That that is another part of it. But if you're working towards building a holistic business, then this is a really big factor in awareness around, around how you manage and how you work with the emotions and the outcomes of those emotions in in the world with your clients. A lot of words there. Oh yeah, it's a lot. I think those are our big things that that. Uh, so if you're just joining us, um, this is our first hour. We usually run about ninety minutes, but um, we're talking about the emotional body. So with the emotional body, um, there's so much in there. Um, Mariana just kind of touched on trauma, which a lot of hairstylists don't even realize. 
that happens in the salon. Another one is passion, which we're going to go into. So we want to make sure we get everything in that we need to get, get in because there is so much, but make sure that if you have any questions that you put in, say hi, say where you're from. If you're watching live, put live because we are live and we're watching right now. So we love to, as I say, if you're here, we can pull you up on and then, um, we, we can pull you up and then shout you out sort of thing. So Lori says, yeah, it becomes contagious. So really where you're at emotionally is contagious. So if you're up, you're energetic, you're passionate, that's going to rub off. If you're in a negative mood, you know, that's going to rub off too. So be, be aware and, and being in negative can cause trauma. And we don't realize causing trauma can be, like I say, pushing something onto someone that they don't want. And there are clients that love to say, do whatever you want. They just want you to tell them what you get. And they're totally happy with that. You say, today, we're going to give you a green mohawk. Yeah, I'm all for it. And that works for them. You give a green mohawk to somebody who's very conservative, they may not have the same experience. So you kind of have to be be aware. So as we move forward, I'll let Mariana kind of lead this. Where do we want to kind of lead to next? Um, I mean, there's just, I, I just want to touch a little bit about, you know, uh, how tribes and community and the translation of haircuts actually affects the emotionality of um, your clients and yourself. We need to understand that your haircuts actually are a translator they translate the person's persona to the world and their clothing, of course, the way that they actually put themselves together totally. But the most important thing, the identity piece of a, of a client is their hair. That's the identity piece. So if you don't understand the identity of the client that you're working with then and you're translating them like wrong or ineffectively, they're going to go out into the world and they're going to have miscommunication with everybody that they actually touch with because mm -hmm. people are translating the external of that person and they're making assumptions in their mind of, hey, this is, oh, this person is this based on the way that they're presenting. Mm -hmm. So how you meet the emotionality of that, how you actually regulate that mm -hmm transference onto and this is a really big word transference because it happens in sessions all mm. the time where emotional transference actually goes on so be aware of the identity and the personality that you're giving that client be aware take it seriously i just needed to re say that because it just came through and it's like this is such an important point be aware be conscientious of every detail that you're actually engaging with that client. And at the end of the day, again, I'm going to bring it back to worth and value because if you become that conscientious hairdresser, that clients feel safe, feel heard, feel seen, mm -hmm. feel uh, uh, met in a session, that is what's going to, they're going to walk out and going, oh, my God, I just had the most amazing experience with this person that really listened to me that really understood me, that was really present with me. And I walked out exactly feeling the way that I wanted to feel. Mm -hmm. 
Exactly. And that's what people do within seconds, within seconds, people will assess you who you are. Like if you're looking at us on now, if you're looking at me, what do you, so before even knowing my personality, where are you going to look first? You always look to the hair. So what? if I had a pink Afro, you're going to automatically think that I'm a different type of person. Even though I have the same knowledge, the same words, the same wisdom, you're going to see, oh, that guy's got a pink fro. He's either really cool or he's out there. So you're going to assess that. And then everything I have to say, you're going to filter through that judgment that you already put on me, right? So that's the same thing for your client. Whatever, how, which people are going to see them are going to think they're a certain way, right? You know, you can still be fun and funky and still have a conservative look. You can still be tatted up and pierced and this and that and still be, you know, not not a, a traditional how we we believe people are right mm. you're not in a motorcycle gang you're not in the <laughs> whatever you know and some some hairstylists ride a bike to work a motorcycle yeah. to work and they come tatted up and they come you know like all that kind of stuff but we're still people and maybe that kind of breaks and forces us to maybe challenge our emotional boundaries challenge our percepts of how we see people because we're in that business where we're creating authenticity or we're creating illusion so with me doing tons of film, television, runway, we create illusion because we're creating characters, right? And with models and things like that, you're creating that illusion. But that model that when you see her in real life at the grocery store with her three kids, she may not be that same person with attitude and this and that. And, you know, she may not wear the whatever garb you have on there. Same with, with a lot of people that do fashion week, New York fashion week, whatever. You're going to see all kinds of types there because you're creating, you're creating that illusion and that allows you to be free, but it also allows you to maybe kind of test your own boundaries and kind mm -hmm. of maybe open up your heart self to different types of people that are different from you because everybody that sits in your chair probably is going to be different from you in some, some fashion or way or, you know, mental, you know, uh, emotional capacity was a uh, sort of thing. Um, yeah, I had some other thoughts, but we'll let those go. <laughs> the, I, had, well, I, had this, I had this story that came yeah. in, Brad, when you were talking. Yeah. And it, mm -hmm. I had this, um, this client that came to me. And usually when a client comes to me, I have no idea what we're going to do because I start off my sessions with a really deep conversation mm -hmm. about where they're at, you know, and these conversations go for more than an hour. And we really dive deeply into what's going on with their emotional body, with their world, what's happening, what they're seeing, what they're visualizing, who they want to become, what's happening, you know, like really unpacking their whole self. She walked in as a goth. Mm -hmm. She had black and white hair. She had fully heavy makeup on with goth clothing and all the rest of it. And after seven hours, this was a seven-hour session, she booked me mm -hmm. for a chunk of a day at the end of it she walked out being a mermaid mm -hmm. right and that was because like if I had actually allowed who she was when she came in to be the representation of what I allowed my mind and mm -hmm. my emotions to connect with I would have kept her in that because yes. I didn't hear what it was and I didn't feel what it was mm -hmm. that she was her internal body was dying to transform out of and I would never have transformed her in a complete opposite way. So this is this is the power. This is the power that we're talking about here. It's like 
if you listen, and we'll talk about this in communication when we get yes. talk, that when you really listen and when you're really paying attention and you're really feeling what's going on with that client that's sitting in your chair, you have the power to transform them mm-hmm. into something that actually propels doors opening windows opening like full openness of themselves giving them a new experience and how many of you have had that where a client's sat in your chair and gone oh my god i feel amazing thank mm-hmm. you. thank you oh my god i feel amazing it's not just the hair exactly because you're reconnecting them with their authentic self. But one thing that hairstylists or beauty professionals are guilty of is keeping that client in the same place because of laziness. Or it's if you run quickly because you're busy, same as last time. Oh, yeah, because you're not really listening to them and the client's going to be okay. They've Oh, you've already mixed the color. Okay, because you could have that black already to go to slap on. You know what I mean? And that's one thing that we have to be responsible because they're coming for us to where they want to be. And if where they want to be is where they are, that's fine. But if where they want to be is somewhere else, it's up to you to, as a professional to tune into that and take them where they need to be. If they need that, that unicorn rainbow magic, then you bring that in there. And, and every session should be magic. If you're not bringing magic into it and causing that transformation, emotionally, physically, mentally, um, energetically, which we'll talk about next week. Um, you know what I mean? That that's a, and that's a big, that's a big responsibility on us. It, you know? it is it's a huge responsibility as for hairdressers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know I can feel it. I can feel the questions going, well, if I'm going to take an hour just to have a consultation with a client, right? I can hear the questions coming in. How am I going to make money? Mm-hmm. You know how you make money? You make money by charging for every single hour that you share with that client, whether you've touched their hair or not. Every hour is accountable. If you've spent an hour talking, it's still an hour that they pay for. And I'm I'm really advocating this because this is what Evolve is about. We're not putting value just on the hair service. We're putting value on the entire service, Mm -hmm. the entire service, from the consultation to the the shampoo massage, to the to the uh, listening, to the tuning in skills, to the the map. If you actually do evolve and you actually get into the mapping processes on how mm-hmm. to unpack a client's internal landscape, that is all a service. That is all part of the service of the experience mm-hmm. that you're giving to the client. So if you spend half a day with one person it would have been like you spending a day with six. Mm-hmm. It exactly. any difference at all. Exactly. And refreshments are in there as well. Whatever it costs you to create that experience, make sure that it's covered, that upfront the client knows. I don't believe in hiding anything. Just be right there. Say, to have an experience with me or with us to go on this journey, you want X amount of hours. This is what's what it's going to be. Because... A lot of people will call in and they'll say, how much for this service? But the thing is, I think you should base it on the outcome, not the actual, because everybody's skill, like maybe my haircut price and Mariana's haircut price are different, but then maybe I can do it in a certain amount of time. She does it in another amount of time. My went to one school, she went to a different school. So how can you say, 
like how much is this when our pricing is so different, right? Because it will be because a location, what we pay for rent, what our products are, what our experience is, is all going to change. So stop going into groups saying, how much for this? How much should I charge for that? Then you don't know who you are if you're asking, right? And you haven't ran your numbers. And I know a lot of people don't like numbers, but we have about 15, we could probably go for like a couple hours. But one thing, one thing too, which is a little bit of the downside is which affects us with emotions is passion. Passion can be wonderful when you're creating something, but there's another type of passion, which we're going to talk about as well. So passion is, yes, we're one of the few businesses that people pay us to touch them. But when we have boundaries or don't have boundaries, what happens when those are crossed from the client or from the professional? So do you want to go a little bit deeper into that, Mariana? I do. And this is this is like, oh, my, you know, trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning. I'm just going to put it in there. Yeah, because this is going to be part of trauma, too. Yeah. Well, we're going to well, yeah. talk about sexual boundaries. Yeah. Okay. Because that's an emotion that's felt in the body, you know, feeling that sexual energy in your body. And it might actually be transferred from a client onto you or you transfer it, like being attracted to a client and actually transferring that sexual energy onto them. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a very big boundary. And if you're running an integral business and you're running a salon where you have very strong boundaries around dating clients and seeing clients outside of the salon space, this is a very important emotional awareness that you need to action because this causes confusion, cross lines, and misinterpretation. If you're actually winning your clients, like if you're a a male or a female and you're winning your clients with charming them or with alluring them into flirting and using that kind of language and energy, emotional exchange with them, that will lead you into trouble. And I just want to bring like holistic awareness and emotional relating comes from being aware of every single element and aspect and characteristic of what we're relating with and how we're relating with our clients with that emotion. And that is like really undergoing, overpinning and misleading a client or a the other way mm-hmm. around. If you've got a client flirting with you, you've got a client flirting with you strong emotional boundaries i am so i am so honored thank you so much like this is i'm just giving an example thank you so Mm -hmm. much for that that attention or that compliment or whatever um but i um i actually you know don't date my clients or i don't i actually don't engage with that i'm just letting you know this is my boundary I'm here as your professional, as your guide. I'm actually here to support you, and this will cause confusion. Boom. Mm-hmm. Boom. Lovingly, respectfully, professionally, actually calling that boundary. I've seen yep. a lot in my career of that going on, that flirting and that sexual tension and the exchanges where it just becomes <laughs> a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. And that's the thing is having boundaries and say even with others at work, sometimes it's it's to say you have to create those boundaries and stick with those. And and whatever it means, that's what it means. So 
Um, it's not something comfortable, but yes, you can be professional and you can like take care of it. And then the client's not embarrassed. The other person's not embarrassed. You're not embarrassed. Maybe the person's just being friendly, but at least it's better not to assume and say, Hey, you know, this is what I'm all about. You know, that sort of thing. And then everybody's clear and we're, <laughs> you know, good, good to go. So as we kind of wrap up on a high note, what's something with the emotional body you want to share with our audience? What haven't we covered in this session that we need to session? Um, session out and just kind of uh, get that as we kind of wrap up on the emotional body. I want to give everybody an exercise, right? Mm. Because we're talking about the emotions and did it all. How do I identify how I'm feeling, right? First thing, just a little exercise, first thing in the morning and, and the last thing at night, I suggest for you to do. It's so simple. It literally takes one minute if you want it or even an hour if you want it to. It's whatever you want it to take. Stand in front of the mirror. And actually stand in front of the mirror and look at your eyes and recognize in the morning through your eyes what it is that you're feeling. And then see that emotion actually in your body, how your posture is. We're going back to the body, how your posture is, whether you're breathing in a way that's actually, you might be angry. You might have woken up with a lot of frustrated, angry energy, or you might have woken up with really joyful, light loving fun energy or sadness or grief or whatever the emotion that's there but identifying what that emotion is in the morning by doing a morning check-in while you're putting on your makeup or brushing your teeth or shaving your beard or putting your hair up or whatever it is just check in and have a minute and go how am i feeling this is the question how am i feeling today how am i feeling today and then Take that with you and recognize it. Bring it to the forefront. Recognize it that this is here with you now. And watch it, observe it, shift. So do another check-in in the afternoon if you want to and go, mm -hmm. how am I feeling now? Has that shifted? So this is like the emotional check-in of emotional health, I like to call it, and actually being in tune and aware with what's going on emotionally inside of you and actually being in tune with that until it becomes an organic thing that you do. How am I feeling this morning? How am I feeling tonight? Mm -hmm. And that's what they need to do. Like do it before you go to work. Then once you get there, because obviously you're drinking all that coffee, you need to go to the restroom. So every time you're in the restroom, do an emotional check-in. Where am I at with the, the clients? Where am I at when I did that? Before you go home. And then once you get home, before you deal with all your home stuff, where I am, where am I emotionally? Am I off base? Am I a little bit snippy? And somebody may get a lashing that doesn't need one, or I'm feeling great. And let's do something wonderful with, with family or friends or like that sort of thing. But a lot of the check-ins, I think people don't do. And journaling is, is a thing people don't do. Just writing down your thoughts, writing down the moments, what's triggering for you? What kind of foods did you have or didn't have? Did they cause your emotional self? Did they trigger your emotions? Sometimes too much sugar, too much caffeine, not enough. Um, you know, certain things will will change you emotionally, make you like unbearable because you didn't have this or it'll make you feel satisfied because you had something and now your mind feels good because it's released some serotonin or some some dopamine or some you know some feel good emotions in you know what those are so know what the good emotions are know what the bad emotions are know what the triggers are but always kind of check in 
check in with your with yourself. If everybody is on here, I love that people are staying, they're listening. So if you've been loving the series so far, or if you've just your first time with watching this episode, episode three on the emotional body, um, and you can also go back if you haven't. One is the physical body. Two is the sensory body. Number three is the um, emotional body, which we're talking about now. And next week is going to be an exciting one. So I'll let you tell them, Maria, what are we going to talk about next week? So next week, we're going to be talking about the energetic body. Now, mm. the physical body, the sensory body, and the emotional body all is translated through the energetic body. And I want to talk about how the energetic body translates all of these other bodies that we've been talking about and how it's perceived to another person through your energy field. So this is this is a really big awareness in terms of that you are more than just the person that you are and that what you emanate through your senses and your emotions is actually felt in your field. So we're going back into morphogenic fields. We're understanding the um, science of resonance and understanding how yourself is bigger and is actually translated beyond the self through your energy. It's a big well, I'm, so, I'm so excited about the energetic body. And I think that's where a lot of transference comes from. <laughs> transference of energy. So, so everybody, if you like this, make sure that you like, that you share, um, you invite people to the page sort of thing. And if you like, you can follow uh, myself um, on Facebook. So it's a Hairstyles Empowerment Podcast and Mariana's page, which is Head Ed. So you can follow on Instagram. Uh, mine is Brad Celebrity Hairstylist and Mariana is head.ed.evolve and Beauty Industry Cruises, who has been brought to you today by. So we want to thank everybody for watching. If you have any questions on today's episode or would like to be a guest or have a show idea, you can email me at hairstylistempowermentpodcast at outlook.com and make sure again to follow on Facebook, Hairstylist Empowerment Podcast. You can follow on IG, myself at Brad Celebrity uh, Hairstylist, and you can also follow Mary Anna at um, head.ed.evolve. Um, and then today, again, has been brought to you by Beauty Industry Cruises, powerful education in beautiful destinations. So if you haven't heard, October, we're going to the Caribbean, Porta Plata, uh, Bimini, uh, Richard Branson's private island, which is amazing because I've been there already. January, we're going to do Australia. So if Australia is a destination that you wanted to go to, January is the perfect time because I believe, isn't January like your summertime? Yes. yes. <laughs> so it's going to be nice. It's going to be warm. There's not going to be any igloos or ice. <laughs> ice. Well, warming. We can only we can only hope. <laughs> exactly. And then in June we're doing Mediterranean, which is going to be incredible. So those are all announced, and those are all at www.beautyindustrycruises.com. Again, you can follow on IG at Beauty Industry Cruises. Same with. Um, uh, Facebook, it's at Beauty Industry Cruises, which is the page, or you can go to um, beautyentrycruises.com, which is the group, join there, and then you can see us, and then we'll just see if there's any more comments. Again, thank you, Lori, for commenting, for joining us here live. Um, 
and we thank you too. And hopefully we'll see you again next week and get some feedback on, on the episodes. And we'd always love to hear from everybody and make sure to share, like comment, and uh, we'll keep everybody involved. And then I guess, yeah, that's it is one more. So I'll, I'll give you one more, uh, uh, Mariana, if there's some kind of nugget of gold that you want to leave people, I put you, I'm just putting you on the spot, but if anybody, what's, what's the biggest takeaway you think from this? Is it like doing the check-in? Is it like knowing where your emotions are? What's, what's the biggest takeaway from today's episode? I, I feel like the biggest episode, the biggest nugget here from today is knowing where you you're emotionally standing, knowing, understanding that this is a primary communication factor in the way that your day turns out to be and bringing conscientiousness to your emotional body will and help you actually create and choose the kind of day you want to have and remembering that that is a choice the kind of day that you end up having is an emotional choice. And doing that, facilitating that means tapping into awareness of your emotions. So that is the nugget. Like be aware. And I just wanted to share. Can I share something? Sure just can. Yeah. I know that we're actually taking enrollments at the moment for the Evolve program in 2024, which starts in the 1st of February next year. So we're only taking 20 people for this enrollment for the year. I'm only doing wow. really small groups. <laughs> yeah, because I want to know everybody and we're creating a community and a tribe of evolved hairdressers. So it's really important that the community for me is small, it's intimate and it's integrated. So we're, set, we're taking enrollments now for Evolve 2024. So if anybody's interested in becoming a holistic evolved hairdresser, Drop me a line, drop us a line here at HeadEd, and let's let's see whether you are actually right for this journey with us. Yeah, because you're gonna dive, you're gonna dive deep. I'm so energized about the energetic body next week. So I want you to join Mary Anna and I because what you listen here, and we talk, we have to cut ourselves off at 90 minutes, but everything that we have that we talk about is totally unscripted. So we just show up. <laughs> and that's what it is. So that's what I recommend to you is to get up, dress up and show up wonderfully and powerfully. And we'll see everybody next time.